because that look. So that's a that's a torn. I you find know, excuses not to do well. We laugh all the time. I actually like them. So I'm a runner, long distance runner, and was running uh, quite a bit of distance. And she's the greatest patient ever because she's the patient will continue to ask you the same yeah, question, hoping listen. that the answer will change. Yeah. But she listened. But I listened. And she right. did everything else right. It lowers your infection rate to nothing. The bone marrow. People recover so much faster. Welcome to the Zero Downside Podcast with Dr. Wade McKenna, sponsored by MoabTexas.com. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Zero Downside. Well, we are really excited about today because we have a special guest. And I'm going to go ahead and let everybody introduce themselves. As always, thank you so much for the introduction. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm Michael Mitchell here at the Zero Downside podcast in Moab, Texas, and I'm here with Dr. Wade McKenna. So good afternoon, Dr. McKenna. Mike, as always, right? Um, the, today, um, we are very fortunate because, and, and she's the one that brought it up to me. We were talking in the hallway because Laura is one of those patients that is always on the hunt for whatever she can do to continue to function at the level she functions at. That's correct. And, and, and so for me, uh, it was a drop by number one. She looked at me and she's like, what mm. are you doing? And, and we started talking about some of the peptide stuff and, and, and helping Laura be who Laura is is way easier than turning me away from what I w was to what I'm trying to be. Um, but Laura um, and I started with, an, we, we met through an injury, yeah. right? Yes, we did. Um, and, and really, we met through an injury that would have, from a traditional standpoint, kept Laura from being Laura. And it was about six years ago. Um, we were trying to figure out the timing on it just a minute ago. And I think it was probably 16 or 17. And I keep thinking it's 20, but it's 23. It's 23. Uh, I know. I still write 20 on checks. <laughs> first of all, that's how you that's know I'm old good. is I still write checks. Like, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know. First. Yeah, I don't even know that most people don't even know what a check is yeah. anymore. I think it was six years ago. Six years ago. So, so talk about how we, yeah. how, what was the injury brought um, you in first? So, um, I'm a runner, long distance runner, and was running uh, quite a bit of distance and uh, hurt my hamstring, pulled my hamstring. I found out I tore my hamstring, very large. What we found oh, out from you was a very large Three and a half centimeter defect. But when I found Dr. McKenna, I'm like, in tears, I can't run my 40 or 50 miles a week. I'm and sorry. Wait, I need hold some, on. Oh, no, 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 no. no. We're, Let's we're not already, skip through the 50 miles a week. Yeah, part. we've already I'm, hit our first roadblock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was training. Well, first well, of all, it's not training. even, so, so there's an extra part of that too, right? It's not even 50 hours a week. Laura's like a gladiator, no. right? Like she runs hills on purpose. Like I don't yeah. run a hill unless yeah. I unless my kid is on top and hurt themselves, yeah. right? But Laura runs hills. She works out hard with weights. Yeah. Like Lots Laura was, but but when we first see her, she's in tears because of she's training for right. race. I had she a run, race coming up. You run what four a year or something uh, like yeah. that at a time? Yeah, four halves a year, and um, I I couldn't train anymore. I literally couldn't walk at all. So Dr. Kenneth said, hey, we need an MRI. Let's do that. I said, okay, whatever. So did an MRI and it came back. Full thickness, yeah. three and a half three centimeter and a half retraction, centimeter. Mm -hmm. pulled her entire hamstring attachment off. The traditional approach to that is the surgical cut, repair, yeah. cut, fix, and, and, you're not, and you're not fixing it. Right. And you're not going to be able to run again. You're That's probably you're never doing what you were doing at that time. Right. 
Right. And, and I think that's pretty much the, the consensus had been before that. Yeah. And, and fortunately, Laura has some friends that had been through some of my stuff before mm -hmm. and, and wasn't afraid to still, actually not even not afraid, no. desired Full to trust. not do any surgery. Yeah. Right? Her right. goal wasn't, do you still need to fix it before we do this? Her dad was like, hey, if you can do this without surgery, do it. I'm in. Can like, we do it tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> how fast said, can right? we get this done? And right? he said, can you be there at 6.30 in the morning? Yeah. I said, I'll be there. Yeah, so, show, up, show up without anything to eat or yeah, drink, right? So. Um, so, but first of all, we need to talk about the fact that everyone can see Laura <laughs> and everyone can see me. First of all, Laura's the only other elder statesman I'm older that than we've, you, actually. Yeah, the, she's the only person we've had on the show that I that I feel completely comfortable knowing that we listen to the same music. And, exactly. And, and I can make a movie reference, and Lauren always gets it. Yeah. Um, we I make movie references all the time that that you know, especially with, with like Hannah and even Mike. Yeah. Yeah. They'll look at me and be like. Well, that's almost 20 years. I, know. I mean, I thanks, thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> but um, I wanted people to know that older people can thrive. Yeah, you don't have to acquiesce to an injury for right. sure, right? Like right. we're laughing at me just because at one point I looked good, but I was in my 20s. But at 60, <laughs> you know, you're you don't look like it takes a lot to look like Laura looks. I want I, I know this is going to break, but I want this look on you because that look <laughs> So that's a that's a torn that's no, a torn not even torn. I mean yeah. it was off the it, it was completely evolved supraspinatus tear, yeah. biceps pulled out of the yeah. groove, a labral tear front yeah. and back, a bad AC joint that had obviously been separated at yeah. points before she ever sought care, and had a big subacromial spur. This is not a good ad for running. No. This, well, and this, this is never this, want to run. No, but this, this isn't even just running. No. This is because this she's a lifter. Yeah. Yes, I Right? Know. So you don't get like that. Yeah. And look, at your, your, I think it's okay to say you're a little bit older than me. Right? I am older than you. So Yeah, that's okay. Almost two years. It's okay. <laughs> so, look, you can't look like that after 40 yeah. Unless you do a lot of things right. And unless you have right. Dr. McKenna. Well, to put I, you back no, together. I mean, I, you've I, literally fixed both shoulders, both hamstrings, torn meniscus, an uh, ankle injury. Literally oh, yeah. So completely of oh, the, yeah. the, uh, the acorn. Ankle was a burr acorn. Yeah. Uh, uh, that uh, I brought to your office. Running <laughs> and, run, and steps on an acorn <laughs> and twists her ankle and tears all the lateral ligaments. You're right. It was five times the size of a normal, of my normal ankle. Well, you still have that acorn, don't you? I still have the acorn, and he wasn't sure that BMA and cells was going to Oh, I wouldn't. No, I, I, I yeah. mm, there, there's a lot of, look, there's still a traditional surgeon side of me, right? right. Like, I'm not afraid to admit that, <clears throat> that I have to counsel myself sometimes to take a conservative yeah. approach. Yeah, yeah you um, were really worried that it went off. I was afraid that when you evolve the entire lateral ankle ligament complex and you tear part of the medial yeah. deltoid on MR, um, yeah. I, and, I, and she wants to be a runner again, and she needs to be able to step on an acorn <laughs> and this not happen again, by the way. <laughs> so for me, but with all the injuries we've made it through, I think I've cut on you one time. Just one, just the shoulder. Just the because shoulder. It had to be. Yeah. Everything else. Well, and, and I had to. Yeah. It wasn't to. a one visit consultation no. to get her to the OR, by the way, no. just so everyone knows. Because Laura's initial fate, because we had already How taken long? care of a three and a half centimeter hamstring tear right. that she completely recovered from and was back running heels and eight. running. Yeah. 10, 12 weeks. 12 weeks out. Yeah. I tried at eight, and then you said, if you do I it, said, you're going to be in trouble. Just so. please back just off. Like, no I, hills, normal said, no. people could have done it at eight. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you want to jog like a 60 year old person jogs, yeah. Laura wants to run up hills full speed and, and you know, I like, waited. Like she does. Waited like, how long? I waited. Tw- he, he, I, 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 I counseled her and, yeah. and promised her. We've talked no every day. For tw- can no, I run today? Can yeah. I run today? No. He said, no, you can walk. She, 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 she's, the, she's, yeah. the, she's the greatest patient ever because she's the patient who will continue to ask you the same yeah, question, well, hoping listen. that the answer will change. Yeah. But she listened. But I listened. And she right. did everything else right, yeah. right? Maintain your lean. Don't let right. it scar in. Keep your hamstring going. Um, we didn't immobilize her, didn't put her on crutches. No, no, I won't. Uh, inject it and, and get her going. Yeah. And so once you get someone through that, especially with an injury that everyone said, you're having surgery. Yeah. And you may never run again and all that. So in, once you get through the, someone through that, Laura's like, when she tore her other shoulder up, she said, I want to Then this one, you were, you were literally lifting weights. I was, li- I was doing a push press. And pretty head weighed about 75 pounds above my head and something distracted me in the gym. And I turned and as I did, the whole bar came out. And when the bar came out, it pulled everything with it. So and when she said pulled everything torn. with it, now, first of all, she'd been the shoulder. This wasn't the first time the shoulder had been injured. This is when well, she the first tore it all. Felt it. It's the first time it got your attention. Okay. That's great. because that's of the spur, yeah. the yeah. impingement, yeah. the labral changes. I don't think we're from all that. I think when she finally evolved her super mm-hmm. sprint, when she, when she finally tore loose this, the top muscle of her cuff, she was like, because we had talked about the shoulder a bit before, because I told her when we first saw her, I said, look, this can be fixed. And I was yeah. like, mm, I just won't see you for a couple of weeks to see if your mind changes. Yeah. So we finally get the MRI, cuffs torn, Everything's biceps torn. torn, the the labrum's gone, the AC joint's unstable, the, everything's inflamed. And I, and I was like, look, I, I, we're going to use bone marrow. I'm going to put amnion on tissue. I'm going to put a patch on this. But right. This is anchors this, and screws. This is not <laughs> even close said. to where it's going to be. Like yeah. I'm going to have to anchor this bone, this this muscle back where it goes. And oh, by the way, even if I just injected you and got your cuff to heal, there's this giant spur that's going to make this tear again. Like yeah. your chances of getting over this for the rest of your life fine. are about zero. So she finally acquiesces. Yeah, we get her fixed. I was but, at work the next day. You came in and said, what are you doing at work? You're supposed to be at home. Right. <laughs> I didn't take any pain meds. Well, listen, you're you're the type of person that's so busy and has so much stuff going on, you don't even have a Netflix subscription. You no, know, I like do, that's now. Yeah, now, now you do? I love that. Now. Finally. Yeah, I do. Laura's idea but of Ben anyway. watching was if she could listen to something it on was. a treadmill. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So anyway, but it all got fixed. The coolest thing about my hamstring was that you made me take an, get an MRI. And then after 10 weeks, yeah. we went to the same MRI machine because they all read different from what you told yeah, me. Yeah, right? because yes, the films do. are always a little right. different. So the sequences are different. We went to the very same machine and had the same tech take the reading. So it would be exactly the same. Same film, same radiologist. Right. And guess what? I yeah. didn't, guess what we saw that I didn't expect to see? Because I expected, now again, you got to remember, I was begging for 12 weeks. Yeah. Laura was grudgingly acquiescing yeah. to everything after about six, eight, because in her mind, she was like, look, it feels better. Mm-hmm. Like I can walk. If I can walk, I think I need to start trying to mm-hmm. run. And I was like, ah, so grudgingly, I said, okay, you know what? Let's do another MRI. Because if it shows a little bit of lack of homogeneity in the tendon, if there's still a little bit of gap stuff, maybe I can, I can beg into myself another three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. It's completely healed, completely no retraction, complete homogeneity yeah. of the graph. And I was like, I'm gone. <laughs> All right. Laura's like, I'm out. <laughs> like, see, peace. Yeah. Right. And so, deuces. And so, I knew that, you know, she was back. Well, th- it wasn't, it was a couple years it was before. Two years for the next one tour. For the next one yeah. tour. And it was n- nothing. There. Nothing, nothing is, is bad. Nothing is bad. Yeah. It's tore the other hamstring. Right. 
um, so which might be a, you know, I'm maybe not built like a runner. May, may, she, I run, but I'm she, not built like she's a an Italian bodybuilder that runs <laughs> like uh, that. because she's a I hobby. And, yeah, know. but but in muscle mass, like, and, and oh, by the way, what we're not talking about is the fact that like Laura is not someone who um, works out for a living. Like you have a real job. I have a real job. You have I'm kids. A chief you have a husband, and 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 I think you have a work husband too because I know. Your boss is one of the most important people in my life, or the person yeah. you work with. I yeah. think I think you work with him, I, not necessarily I for, for him. him. Yes. Uh, I, uh, for I, I, I think that Brian Brian would would, would maybe he does he treats yeah. me like oh that. for sure. Yeah. Um, but um, so she's not surrounded by people that don't have some very significant demands. Yeah. Uh, and 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 her kids and the, you know you have boys and your husband. I, I love your husband by the way. Mm, he loves um, you but too. he's maybe not the most low maintenance guy in the world either because no. I'm pretty sure Dave is like me. He probably doesn't. Dave would get his phone turned off and come home to a dark 100%. house if it wasn't for you, right? 100%. See, I don't have a you. So that's why I So run, I would come home to yes. dark houses and a phone <laughs> yeah. turned off sometimes, by the way. Not just when so I was we, around. Yeah, though. but not when Laura was around, <laughs> was for like, sure. Wait. When Laura's office yeah. was two floors above mine, yeah. my life was much better and a little yeah. bit more organized. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Now they, you know, they move body. But so, so, so now with the second hamstring, like I literally don't even think we did it with anesthesia, right? Then we just lay you down. Oh no, we, we did because we used marrow. marrow. Yeah, because yeah, we've, we've used we've, bone marrow in all. Yeah, both we've shoulders, used marrow in every procedure we've done. Meniscus and my yeah. ankle. Which that there, especially the back then, part. because back then I didn't have an amnion that I even felt comfortable as a standalone product. No, now in my really. ankle it was the ankle. Amnion. Just amnion awake, right? But we did, no, we did BMA in it because it was because you were afraid I needed to have. I I thought you needed a reconstruction. Yeah. So, so I was trying to talk her into surgery, yeah, and and Laura's like, "No, mm-hmm. we're doing this, and if this works, we're never doing." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, like yeah. you know, I my goal is to outline. I come up with like, and Laura's seen these flowcharts many times. Mm-hmm. I come up with kind of like a flowchart, and I'm not afraid to write it all out. Like, here's where I think you are. Mm-hmm. You can pick where we're going to intervene, but down here is fixing it. And Laura's like, "We ain't fixing it until until I don't until I don't recover." Yeah, she recovered. Yeah, right. So um, so really, uh, hamstring. Ankle, other shoulder, other shoulder, both hamstrings, meniscus tear. And meniscus tear. Oh, and and even with an unstable kind of frayed out area in the meniscus that I thought probably needed scoped at the time, <laughs> but not, but I let patients prove me wrong, right? Yeah. Like I can, I am trainable, oh. right? Like a patient can say, <laughs> I'm not. I, I want to train. I want I want you to try it this way. If it doesn't work, I'll let you fix it. Okay, great. Because if I fix it, I'm always using marrow because you're asleep already. Yeah, for Insurance sure. is paying for the anesthesia. Insurance is paying for your case. The fact that the hospital may not get paid for the kit, they can't balance bill you. Like I get to, it lowers your infection rate to nothing. The bone marrow People recover so much faster. It's a game changer. It, 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 and, oh, by the way, so we, and we have to talk about this, and I'm going to continue to talk about this anytime someone's ever had marrow. How much pain did you have from your marrow? None. Side? Zero. When you come back for suture removal, I mean, I've removal, had it one, two, three, four, five, six times, and I think I bruised twice. And and, and I mean, really, at the two-week mark, it's one of those things when we're taking out the stitch. I know that everyone's deathly afraid of that part of the of the procedure. Why? Zero no. part of that. We we worked really hard to make it to where yeah, it's taking really marrow simple. should not be a big deal. And that's still the part a lot of people are afraid yeah. of. And, and Laura, just so you know, Laura ain't afraid of much, by the way. <laughs> well, that's um, not true. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> for sure, right? So, so with us now, when it came time with the shoulder, though, her biggest concern was, am I ever going to be able to get all this back? Right. 
I think everyone just saw number one. I can barely even see your incision. Yeah. Well, number, it's there. Num- it's really yeah. small. Number you two. told me exactly what to do. Yeah. You have it's all of here. your deltoid back. I do. Deltoid muscle is the My captain of the shoulder. Back. Everything. Because the tear was right there in the bicep, which is what I was afraid right. of. But yeah. I'd, I I mean, for, for me, if someone can look like that at, 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 at our at age, 62, I think it's in, in, incredible. When's your birthday? April. You're March. Yeah, March. Yeah. So, so you're or exactly, a, or exactly, you're apart. Yeah. So, so I, and I, obviously, everyone's looking at the film going, "Why does he look so much older?" Than no, that's not <laughs> true. I'm Italian. I have good yeah. time. Oh <laughs> man. So, I, but I, but honestly, again, it's one of those things that, I, you know, fortunately for me, when I get to take care of someone that's as motivated to stay in shape as, as you, it gets to make me look good. Well, I was thankful that I met you. Because my life would have been a different story. So I just am so thankful. There's not a lot of people as motivated to get through and over an injury as you. And it's really a blessing if I get to participate in the care, right? Because all I'm really doing is going to help your body do what it kind of wanted right. to do anyway. Yeah. But just kind of can't. Especially the knowledge a, that you have and the, and the technique and the knowledge and the information and just the trust I have in you. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, Unbelievable. I... It's humbling, yeah, and 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 it's it's literally the most sincere form of admiration is I have for someone getting through an injury because I know how hard it is. Like I get to watch everyone go through this, and even with all the cool toys and being able to make it heal, even just having an MRI. So when we did your hamstring, even just having an MRI that shows congruity back and no real edema right. and everything, right. it doesn't mean people are functioning and back doing stuff because that requires. Yeah, effort. Right. All I can do is make a film look pretty, right? Right. And so when someone is willing to put in the time to get through the injury, because it still hurts when you first start doing stuff, you got to stretch it out. You got to get some strength back. You got to not let atrophy set in. I, all I can do is, is make it look pretty. And most of the time, people don't even put in enough time and effort to give me the opportunity to let mm-hmm. me get them to that point. Yeah. So for you to recover yeah. this way and be back in the gym so and great. running heels and all that, and putting yourself at continued injury, um, but it, it'd be really hard to it's argue with. A... Be really hard to argue with the result, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, especially sure. with the knee that I yeah. would have said need a fix, especially with the other shoulder, because we already knew you had that little bit of a spur on the other side too. So, but but when Laura caught me and she's like, "You need someone yeah, in that, our age group right. that's gotten over the kind of injuries I've gotten right. over that Western medicine would not. They would have kind of abandoned you." midway through right like they would have said ah we sew it together but you never need to lift this again i'd never want you running right you know especially the ligaments in your ankle there there's one two three there's about five surgeries that 20 years ago i would have said you could never have recovered without me performing surgical intervention on you and there's five of them you didn't have no um and i'm running I run, I don't well, run 50 I think miles, it's so easy to look at you and me and know that you're week, way but, more active than, than, than I do I run am, between so. 25 and 30 miles a week. I lift three times a week. I, I'm a Pel- avid Peloton rider. I ride six to 10 miles a day on the bike. Um, and I, you, I, my Mike and I are both sitting here going. <laughs> it's just because I have a lot of stressors and, yeah. you know, I've got a, a, well, I think, job and, and, uh, but you look great, right? So I think yeah. that if you let stress right. take yeah. over you systemically, right. which is what we talk about all the time is all cortisol time. levels yeah. and stress. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like if I can't help you get back, that's the most, like I wasn't trying to get Laura back on the court so she could make a living. She makes a great living yeah. with her yeah. mind, right. not her physicality. 
But her physicality is what keeps you from jumping off a right. building, right? And that's right? exactly right. People ask me all the time, why do you run? That's why I run. Yeah, it that. keeps my stressors just even and it's freeing. Mm -hmm. and, Cortisol you know? is the great killer. Muscle yeah, mass sure. is the great freer from all right. disease. Yeah. If you can maintain muscle mass, you yeah. can maintain you. But it's hard work. So I was it, thankful I had you to put me back together. And I just got back from Lake Tahoe and ran the mountain every day, five days in a row. About on vacation, five and a half miles. Like it on was, purpose. Yeah. As Mike well, would say, was someone chasing you? It with was a yeah. 15 like, degrees. The weather was fine. It was first. Yeah. Well, you so, got to understand. But I have elevation too. I, I took up combat sports. In, <laughs> but it's cold. It's cold. Yeah, yeah. I, I took up combat sports and jujitsu so I wouldn't have to run. Like that—that's <laughs> how motivated like I, I am, right? You either like it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, well, so so beyond that, I right? liked it when I was in shape, and you know, I, you know, I'll tell you what's not fun is trying to run at three hundred pounds. Like people look oh. and go, "Oh, McKay, you got some decent muscle mass." Yeah, because I lugged three hundred pounds around for thirty years that yeah. I didn't need to be doing. Yeah, right? and that's tough. And, and, and so, yeah. but I will tell you that leaning down. Mm -hmm. and and not having to go through you know a bunch of surgery or now i went through that's that's how i got not leaned down is unlike you mm -hmm. i didn't have access to the biologics when oh, i yeah. had five back surgeries oh. eight surgical procedures on my lower extremities about 12 abdominal procedures uh, two neck surgeries mm -hmm. shoulder um i like it's really hard to not be metabolically broke oh and by the way i'm a single father of three daughters right and uh, trying to run a, a couple different businesses and working my butt off. butt off in the lab to try to change the narrative with what's a possible from postnatal what's tissue graft and the bone marrow part of it. Like my goal has always been to just move the science forward. I did not take the effort to take care of myself, I, mainly because I made the excuse that everyone else makes. I don't really have the time. But if you don't take the time to try to lower your overall stress and cortisol levels, mm -hmm. then there's no way to stay in shape. Yeah. And what, because stress is the great killer, mm -hmm. cortisol, insulin fatigue, lack of IGF one and growth hormone and everything else. But so not only does Laura make sure she was nutritionally, hormonally sound, mm -hmm. um, but, but does all the right thing from peptide therapy mm -hmm. with the IV nutrition, Mm -hmm. Like Laura's not Everything. afraid of IB stuff. Like nope. with, with high dose vitamin C, especially during the pandemic, like to be able to, to use high dose absorbate, which is one of the things I'm probably going to get. Like we always look out my car, make sure no one's like, mm -hmm. I don't want to start my car and there'd be a, an accident. But, but that, you know, of all the things we do, the thing that's probably the most challenging to Western medicine is some of the IV nutritional stuff that 100%. is just a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, a no brainer. So I don't even think about it. I it is stupid. It. The narrative right. against, High dose absorbate in the in the age of viral illnesses sure. that are destroying people's lifestyle. <clears throat> well, you right? taught me that, right? Hey, do this, yeah. right? I so. mean, we weren't afraid to write some non-traditional medications no. to get through all that. I'm all about non-traditional. I'm left of center anyway. Uh, oh, oh my God, you're <laughs> one of the best examples. Also, you know what we have never yeah. talked about on the show? Yeah, um, is is ozone therapy? Yeah. yeah. And you started out yeah, at well, one point with a fairly significant. Right. Well, I got bit by a, the Lone Star tick while I was running in the in the trails, and the alpha gal syndrome, which right now is becoming extremely popular. Yeah. Right, it's right. getting more and more right, because popular. it's diagnosed. Not it's that, diagnosed. Like, it's not like no. people never had it. So what happens when you get bit by that tick? Depending on your blood system and the tick, you are no longer able to eat food from a mammal. So. 
went to all the doctors they told me i was it was crazy they yeah. said you can't eat anything yeah, you're a meat you're, you're a meat allergy yeah you have you're meat never going to recover from this gal i'm like this is crazy that's a death sentence it's a death sentence yeah well you know, oh and guess what sherry wrenchin she's italian right you so. know what italians do yeah. they cook yeah you know, if i had a meat allergy other than when i go to paris i would never know yeah. right because i'm not making meatballs yeah but when you can't even, you couldn't even touch it, right? Like if you no, just I made it. it, I could make it. Oh, you but could I make just it. So I thought, I, I thought it was your point it. where and you even I had sensitivity. Steak and all that stuff. So yeah. anyway, my son was listening to a podcast, and they talked about the Lone Star Tick, and he said, "Mom, get them to figure out if that do was sensitivity it." Training. And so that was it. So the first thing I did, I went to Wade. I said, "What am I going to do?" He said, "You're going to do ozone therapy," and that's when they take and your it. Was, blood. It was like what two months? I did. 35 sessions of yeah it. so lot. it's a period like almost it's over <laughs> yeah. a four to six month period right yeah. right right, right. and I did so a lot of it they take your blood out well you can tell them well because we don't do like what we didn't do is the way i would have done this had we been in another country Correct. is just pretty much ran your blood volume sure. dramatic and we do 60 to 120 cc's at a time when we yeah. do ozone mm -hmm. because what we want to do is take your blood run it through ozone put it through a long 72 inch uv filter and give you back something that has less toxins right. in it to it help you recover them. from an illness yeah. especially with the high viral titers right. and this is not groundbreaking never tried kind of therapy no. like this is really really common in most other western countries yeah. countries like so we're not even talking like oh this is you know, they do this in turkey Right or oh, if you go to the Middle East, like this is Western medicine, mm -hmm. just not U.S. Western medicine, not big pharma Western medicine, right? So, in, in from the big pharma approach, and you got to remember again that the U.S. and Australia are the only two countries that mm -hmm. pharmaceutical companies can advertise directly to a patient. Mm -hmm. But yeah. in countries that didn't have that, and before there was a lot of, and there's no real drug to treat it. No, right? they they're putting an immunosuppressive therapy yeah. and live with it. Yeah, um, and immunosuppressive therapy, you would not look like you look. No, like you'd be. Damn near impossible. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's damn near impossible at 62 years old no. to maintain muscle mass anyway. You've just are yeah, like, yeah. you're, you're a glad, I, 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 I use the term gladiator on very, very few people. Um, and, and Laura's a gladiator. So for her to overcome that. Yeah. Now I can tolerate. And, and about, I, I forgot, I yeah. hadn't forgotten about and the I ozone can, stuff. I can tolerate maybe four ounces of beef. And it's if David, my husband makes it on the grill or something. I still don't eat, you know, but so, it's some, I was throwing up six to seven times a day before they told me I was allergic to everything. Anyway, wait, saved me yeah. in that sense. Well, it was, it was like, so, we, and we, we did high dose, um, high dose absorbate with yeah, that and nutritional it. stuff. But yeah. this is one of those things that we, you know, I, I literally, I mean, that was not a, an unscripted moment. That was just like, I'd forgotten all about that yeah. mm -hmm. because we were here to talk about overcoming musculoskeletal injuries right. in your sixties yeah. and how maintaining muscle mass is crucial. And that's what people need to understand. Yeah, for sure. In your sixties, you, it is not a death sentence. Mm -hmm. You can recover. Right. And so, only through recovering and maintaining activity do you really get to live longer anyway. Correct. Right. So if you really yeah. want to get better and be healthy, like my goal, and that's one of the reasons for the the, the podcast is because of what I, right. it's really hard to have 15 hours of conversation with someone. And and we're on episode, what, 15 or something mm -hmm. now. I think there's been like 10 drop or nine. Mm -hmm. The goal though is to, to let people know that I... I can't fix you, but I can make it where you're, everyone's body can heal. There, there is someone, and we said this one time before, but there is someone that has survived every illness and cancer out there. Oh yeah, you've said that. So yeah. if someone can survive every illness and cancer out there, why can't you? Right. 
So if someone else was able to recover from it, that means it's possible, right? So if we can take the human body and optimize what it's trying to do and figure out what you need to help get through that, all I got to do is make it where your body could kind of click on all cylinders and and kind of do something better than it would have done without some of the little things that we could do to help you get better. Now, you had to be pretty committed on the ozone side of this, especially with the IV nutrition. But, but, but there's nothing else that was going to do that. And what are you going to be miserable? You know, I, so for, for guys, and I was one of those guys, by the way, just so you know, so Dr. Phillips, who's in our clinic, um, was talking about ozone to me. So, and we were in the same, uh, we graduated the mm-hmm. same med school yeah, class. He's one of the yeah. few, one of the few people that graduated right ahead of me. Um, <laughs> wait, well, I'm sorry. Wait. What was that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? So, so let's remember that I worked all the way through med school. Um, worked all through med school. I did. I, you know, I was a bartender slash bouncer slash never slept. Um, worked for a, a bail bond company yeah. taking care of people. Like there's not a sold Mexican vacations at one point <laughs> um, because that's how. So by selling Mexican vacations to our class and selling it like, oh, we're taking a class trip to Cancun over spring break. Yeah. Um, and, and I got my trip for free and made, you know, enough money to pay for rent for six months. Yeah. For me, it was always some side hustle just to try to get yeah. bills paid and be able to go yeah. to med school. I did I the didn't, same thing, not med school, but yeah. college. But, yeah. So, so yeah. there was always something. Right. Um, but um, Russell um, didn't have the same. Russell was really, really focused on, on, on school. He's a really good student. Mm-hmm. It's also his birthday today. Oh, oh happy, happy birthday, birthday, Russell. Dr. Yeah. I know. Uh, so on his birthday, I just wanted to hear yeah. him reiterate. Yeah, that, where he graduated. The, uh, Russell, Russell graduated. <laughs> ahead of me. Now, there, there was a couple classes, especially the behavioral sciences, that would just try. So Russell was one of those guys that knew. So what they did with tests is the, the locker has an open space. And every time you take a test, because it wasn't like now, we yeah. didn't have a laptop. Um, we didn't even have cell phones. We didn't have cell phones. No. So they would take your test and slide it into your locker. Yeah. So because I may have had some attendance issues in, in really? medical school, shocking. shocking. Um, I never knew. I, I, I could show up for a class and people would panic thinking we had a test, right? So I, I could literally just show up for a random lecture and people would be like, McKenna's <laughs> here. Oh my God, is there a, te- is there a quiz today? Why am I not um, surprised? So I, Russell, I Russell, would, but Russell figures out everyone's combinations. And so, oh gosh, so I, Russell knew my test scores before his usually, and there was two of the behavioral science classes we had because I took you know, a degree in psychology. We, I would never miss a question mm-hmm. in, in, for the whole year. And that was the, the class that Russell's a lot like Ashley, like he, there was no gray, like oh, black and black white. And white. Russell's great at black and white learning. If you tell him how it's supposed to be, in behavioral sciences, it's a, it's yeah. gray. Like, what do you think about yeah, this? What would most people do? You got to like, manage gray. Yeah, That's you have to ma- manage gray. Manage yeah. gray's life. Yeah, that I love quote. that. Yeah, you That's have nice. to manage gray. Well, managing gray is not most medical students' forte. No, sure <laughs> so, so, so that's why they're in medical school, right? Is they're not gray, but but there is everything in the human body is more gray than black and white. And so in behavioral science part, though, I went the entire, both of those classes in that first year without missing a question. And Russell would just be furious because right? he was at class every day. Because he was there every yeah. day and he, and he just didn't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, that's not the right answer. And I'd be like, yeah, well, think about it from this way. And he was, that doesn't make sense. I go, yeah, like, you know, and he was right sometime. But for the most part, that's that would drive, but Russell always knew everyone's scores in our little study group. But I really counted on Russell for like 
note groups and stuff because I would, you know, two days before the test, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm missing two, I'm missing two lectures. And Russell would be like, oh, you haven't read all the lectures yet? And I'd be like, I, I've been busy, right? And he'd be like, so he would make sure I had the lecture. Well, this is one of those. I, I, he does. I, I'll put it this way. I can read things. Yeah, and memorize them. And, sure. and figure out what they're trying to say to me. Yeah. And usually, um, I mean, stuff sticks, right? So, I, I, you know, my yeah. kids tease me all the time that they, oh, I had to work hard on you. I'm like, no, you didn't. Mm. You're my kid. Like, I yeah. know how, like, I know how hard. But I read voraciously, right? Like, yeah. But I was still you reading outside yeah. school. Russell in med school, like, focus on med school. I was still trying to stay a little more well-rounded than, mm -hmm. than, than, you know, than, than most people try to, but for the most part, um, the studying for school, I still, you know, I still knew where I needed. I did not go to school to be a doctor. I went to school to be an orthopedic surgeon mm -hmm. and I knew exactly where I needed to be to get into the internship I wanted to get into the residency I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. And I did just that. Yeah, that's okay. And then in my surgery residency, then all that well-roundedness completely goes away. <laughs> So Russell's out working, making money as a family practice doctor, and he would cook all of our dinners and take oh, care. Gosh, so Russell so was funny. like the house mom mm -hmm. for one of the OB-GYN residents and, and, and general surgery in the orthopedic residents. So Russell was like our house mom because he was already making money. So he's the one that told so, you about ozone therapy. So Russell with ozone, uh -huh. um, I made fun of him. Like yeah. I was like, dude, we're real doctors. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. IV vitamin C, yep. ozone therapy. Uh, non-traditional medications, mm -hmm. um, a lot of the antiviral stuff with ivermectin and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. That was all Russell, yeah. right? And and it wasn't a it wasn't a, a quick little nothing leverage with me. No, Be yeah. Because we all know that. I'm, I I mean I I'm, I'm open minded, but I I know that I understand the science part of what we do. 100%. It wasn't until Russell exposed me to literature outside of what's published in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until really Google Scholar. Which in a regular Google, you're never getting any of this. It wasn't until then that I start. You start looking up the history of ozone therapy, and so then you're like, "Holy yeah, moly! Like, it works." There's really good science yeah. on how this would work, and it makes complete sense from a physiology. I've always said I'm not afraid of anecdotal cases as long as there's good physiology and science behind it. So with ozone, yeah. but Laura wasn't afraid. No, like Laura had less misgivings with it than I did. Well, you told me it was okay. I so. Wow, and, and and Russell told me it was okay. Well, but look, look but I had to read a lot. Yeah. Like I don't I don't just respond. Like I don't have a meeting in my life that I trust on that very much. And so someone could I tell me all they want, okay. but I'm the lead a horse to water, can't make him drink kind of person until I understand. Like physiologically, does this make sense or not? Yeah. And so Laura, but Laura, man, if she say, hey, I, I would do this, she's like, okay. sign me up. Right. Yeah. Well, to, to your credit, you're also one of the most researched people I've ever met, I right? You don't take anything. I asked you no. one day about your eyeglasses when you came into the clinic and you gave me the entire story of the company <laughs> from its inception yes. and founders all the yeah, way down to I the do, street address. I do like to read myself too. Yeah. Yes. Which, so, which makes it the best situation in the world because she comes preloaded. Hey, do you know about this and this? Can we, can, can I do this? I don't remember doing yeah. that. I remember you telling me, Hey, yeah. let's try this. And now, yeah. and then I'll go and read. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Have we well, with peptide stuff, the peptides, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Laura, because we never take care of Dave though. Right. Right. Well, the peptides for me too help with the inflammation because yeah. I'm older and because the body's riddled with inflammation, especially when you do running and weights and things like that. Yeah. I just said, Hey, I don't want to be back. Well, I know surgery. by the way, stress. Like yeah. your, your job is not, you're not yeah, just a housewife. No. 
Uh, first of all, I don't know that just a housewife is not the most stressful thing in the it world is, anyway. As a single cases, father, sure. I, that's the thing I for do the sure. worst at yeah. that stresses me out the most because I never yeah. feel like I did a good enough job. Right. right. Yeah. So I just want to make sure that I keep, you know, I want to keep at this level. I don't want to end up, you know. Broken. Broken. Yeah. I mean, so metabolically I'm broken. You've put me back together again. Yeah, well, I, I, you're, I, you're an inspirational person, right? I, I can't I can't talk about a single person that has met you that hasn't oh, walked away with something nice. valuable, which is your insight, your knowledge, or just encouragement, right? Our entire office, you know everyone by name. Oh, and yeah. and everywhere you go, you're yeah. part of the, the thing that makes you you is you don't have anything less than 100%, which is why you get frustrated when you get slowed down. So with that, <laughs> and, and listen. That's I, a really good way to say it. That's a really nice way. Yeah, for sure. It is, but you're an inspiration yeah. to people Thank that, that don't want to give up yet, or maybe they haven't yeah. realized that they shouldn't give up. Or yeah. even get started. Yeah. Look, right. for me, like yeah. you know, you're looking at as, as the one taking care of Laura the whole time, after a visit with her, she walks out of the office and you're like, dude, you really have no excuse. Like yeah. Laura well, does not morning. Laura does not work less than me. She doesn't she's well, not under less good. stress than me. That's and she I doesn't like, Yeah, but she, even at home. Like, you know, it's the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, I do get the, the kind of when the you cool fixed part. my ankle, it was early. It was the first case. And we were talking and I was talking to you like this, and you looked at my watch. Do you remember this? And you said, You've hit all your you've hit all your rings already? It's not even 7.30. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was like, well, I know you're not going to let me run today, so I yeah. had to get up at 4. Yeah. So before we did the procedure, right? Yeah. So yeah. NPO, right? Nothing to eat or drink. I Most think I was on the bed. I was on the bike, not, not running because it was my ankle. And so I just strapped into the bike. Yeah, nothing. I couldn't drink. Or eat or anything. And Most people a day of surgery, they just ride it off. Like, I'm going to stroll in. And we laugh, like, and you and yeah. I laughed so hard, we took a picture. I, you said, I have to have a picture of that watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. When, so. You, when you've met your step goal and all of your stuff <laughs> at 6.30 in the morning <laughs> or 7.30 in the morning yeah. on a day where... Most people are still in bed. Yeah. We laughed. We thought uh, that was that's, funny. that's, that's, but it, it does make me who I am, right? And I can function the way I function. And so well, it's good. And, and I appreciate a, you at a really, so. really high level. I, I, I think, you know, what we talk about a lot of times with the cells is and for the, especially for the wellness part. Yeah. You are aspirational for most people, not just even inspirational, right? So, but for most people, especially on the wellness side, like Laura's skin and hair, like everything, but, most people aspire. There are things that need to be aspirational, like you want on your board. Yeah. Like I need, I have to have a wish board sometimes to keep me focused. There's parts of Laura's life that are still aspirational for me. Well, that's just right? silly. So you've done my, fa <laughs> I've done sauce on my face too. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever, well, whatever you know that, Dr. That, McKenna says, I'll so, try. So Laura's done the wellness part of what we do. Yeah, the orthopedic part of what yes. we do. The non-traditional therapy. Yeah. So she's probably the 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 poster board of yeah. of the service list i mean i was having trouble with my double unders and you said sit on the chair and I'm oh like, okay i'll sit yeah. on the chair uh, the so chair. the m sculpt uh, yeah. uh there's an m sculpt for pelvic floor yeah uh called Imcella that literally one treatment is the equivalent to about twenty thousand kegels yeah and and as a guy you can't really do a kegel very effectively no um, you can't and, you don't and, have the right no no and, and and you have to have resistance like it would take effort but i don't know who has the time to set and do twenty thousand kegels no. when you can set and laura would multitask she like i bring my computer down 
And now I can do it. I do double unders. I know. Oh I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> because, uh, I, you know, when you do double unders, you can't stop, right? Yeah. So that's when the rope goes double under you. So yeah. <laughs> just in case. You can probably do them. <sighs> uh, I, 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 I find know, excuses not to do well. We laugh all I the time. I actually like them. So. Yeah. We laugh all the time, and I don't do anything that would make the eyes bounce out of my glass. <laughs> So, which so we do. Me, you can't do a double under. You can't do a anyway, double under. And my, the whole point is that if if they'll just contact the office, there's something. There's, something there, in that office. There is. If that, it, that's why I tell people, if I know what's wrong with you and what your goal exactly. is, I can come up with a plan for right, you. Yeah. Exactly, right, exactly, a good plan. So right. a lot of times you and I talk about our top five, whether it's top five peptides, top five nutritional things, top five this or that. You know, places you want to see. What What are your top fives for recovery? Because you, you what are the that things point? that we've done that made the biggest difference well, for you? Well, I, it's dependent on the problem. At the yeah, time. it depends on the problem. But the biggest thing for me is the cell therapy, for sure. Cells, right? Okay. Yeah. For sure. Obviously, nutrition. Reestablishment re of, of your brokenness, right? Yeah. Lower your cortisol levels, getting your body to heal in a better yeah. way, not having to go through the atrophy, long-term pain. The cells, for sure. Okay. But your pain tolerance is kind of crazy, too. I do have a high... But you've got a nutrition program that you've, you're yeah, just religious I about. Really right. You've, you've done yeah. cells, I mean, I do peptides. Eat. Yeah, I love the peptides. So that's my new thing, right? Yeah. Because now I just want to maintain. Yeah, so no. I'm like, okay, can I be on this peptide? He's like, no, try this one. Yeah. Like, All right, I'll try yeah, yeah. that. You've done IV yeah. therapy. I've done IV therapy. I don't, I've done high dose vitamin C. I've done ozone therapy. I've and done. then the electrostimulation. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Look, for me, the thing that's made the biggest difference, and I have it in my clinic, I still never do it was Imsculpt. Like Imsculpt for, done, man, Imsculpt yeah. for abs in my right, so I had pretty significant atrophy in my right, I had 30% strength deficit in my right leg because oh I had foot gosh. drop before a first back oh, surgery. Yeah, yeah. And so my right quad, and and we're running up with the sport court, you gotta go up all these rocks to back behind my house to get up to the sport court. And I normally have to, because my kids wanna leave everything out and I don't, I'll grab like two armfuls of stuff, but I would only carry one and I'd have to put my hand on my quad to get up oh, because it's like a two yeah. foot steps up the rocks. And I would put my hand on my quad, and at the beginning of summer, um, I, I grabbed two handfuls of stuff and just run up the rocks. And I thought, wait a minute, like I got quad strength back. So we started wow. when I would do one. So there's two paths with right. Imsco. On I put one on my yeah. on my abs because I wanted to see if I because you can't after five back surgeries. One thing you're never going to be able to do is a lot of ab workout. Yeah. Because you you mess up your back again, you're out of yeah. work for a week. I can't do that. And so I had to pick, you know, abs, you want to be able to go work. Go to work. I, go to work. Yeah. So I put one on my abs and one on my right quad. And then the next time I would do, so out of four treatments, because I would do, I've done a couple four treatment sequences, obviously not as many as I need. But I did one with the abs and I would do three on my right quad and maybe one on my left. Yeah. My right quad right now, I have just as much strength as that's on the awesome. other side. Yeah. And that's because neurologically, just like doing a Kegel, the machine is going to stimulate the growth you. for right. you. Yeah. you don't, I don't have to get my nerve to fire yeah. to get the muscle back. It was life-changing. And I didn't even really think about it until yeah. you look at your functional level. Right. You and would you notice a lot faster than me yeah. because you're in the gym right. all the time. Right? Well, I noticed right away with the uh, BMA and cells because now I'm back to deadlifting what I was post. Which is what? <laughs> it's, um, it's not that much. It's like 225. But that's not that much. Um, cleans, power cleans, snatches, overhead press, which you told me I should never do again. Yeah, really, you can do great deltoid workouts with yeah. your arms below. You yeah. know, a lot of times what I have to do is just teach people how to work out and not 
but I like to do it. So yeah. you said, well, whatever. if you like to do it, if it's yeah. important to you, then so, my job. But I'm is at all my levels and plus now. So that's, insane. that's awesome. Anyway, yeah. It's yeah. Good. So it's Laura good. is the is the inspiration and aspiration uh, for a physician because if my now like my goal is to see I'm not going to ever get down to the way Laura looks from a body fat percentage or overall muscle mass or activity level, but. I, I didn't have to just accept being so metabolically broken. Correct. And yeah. um, you look fantastic. Well, so. I I look better than I did. You know, I'll tell you the most depressing thing is <laughs> with the podcast. You know, because if you just pull up Dr. Wade McKenna on YouTube, yeah, all the I mean, I've lectured all over the world, yeah, right? There's lectures from Vienna. And so, yeah. so you pull up all these old lectures, and it shows up like the podcasts are there, but then there's some lecture from like 2012 in Vienna or Czechoslovakia or the Italian stuff we did in Modena. All that shows up, and I look at it and go. Oh my God. But you should be proud like, of Like how now, in the world did I, I let so. myself get to that point? Because you're working yeah. and you have three yeah. daughters that you're raising. So yeah, well, anyway, uh, whatever. Fortunately, I the, yeah. the, now I have one and she's kind of raising me. The, <laughs> the, the middle one is a senior at Oklahoma State. She, she pretty much raised me the last couple of years of high school. Yeah, all my all oldest so one, we raised each other. Yeah, for sure. Right? And, and she's a lawyer. She's crushing it. Um, but the middle one, like we kind of, we, she did kind of take care of me yeah. on, on the dietary stuff when she was in high school for sure. And now me and the 10 year old are just kind of playing and having fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I think that's great. Thank you, Laura, for coming in. So I really much. appreciate Whatever's you making next. the time to come over yeah. here oh, yeah. and for being so open-minded as we continue yeah. to go on the search for yeah. kind of what's the cool you, toy coming day out. Whatever you get, give right? me a call. I'll try yeah. it. I, I love that. Thank you so <laughs> much for your Thank time you. and effort yeah. and for showing Good. up. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys. And as always, I want to make sure before we sign off that just like with Laura, when I say I'm, I'm humbled by her trust, I, 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 I sincerely couldn't mean that anymore. Thank you for letting us take care of you, participate in your health care, like and subscribe to the podcast so we can kind of continue to make this effort. Um, and thanks for watching.